From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine this morning announced that Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, the chief medical officer of the Ohio Department of Health, will be appointed as that department's new director. The Columbus Dispatch reports that Vanderhoff, who was the senior vice president and chief medical officer at Ohio Health for more than a decade, was appointed to the position as the state's chief medical officer last year. The department's current director, Stephanie McLeod, is returning to her former position as the administrator for the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation. DeWine thanked McLeod for her leadership and said he was pleased to see Vanderhoff take over the Ohio Department of Health. For more than a week straight, Ohio hospitals have had to care for more than 1,000 COVID-19 patients. As Lindsay Mills reports, hospital leaders are again worried about being able to care for everyone. At Adena Health System, Chief Clinical Officer Dr. Kirk Tucker says about a month ago they had zero COVID patients across their hospitals. That has changed fast. But I can tell you that that upward swing from two or three uh, patients uh, to 13 happened uh, in a flash. So, and I anticipate it to climb even higher. And Dr. Tucker adds that he's not so much concerned about the space to care for COVID-19 patients, but the people to care for COVID patients. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. The Ohio Department of Health yesterday reported 159 new hospitalizations, the biggest one-day jump in three months. Five weeks ago, there were 200 people in Ohio hospitalized with COVID-19. Now there are nearly 1,100, including 326 in intensive care and 155 on ventilators. The debate continues over whether schools should require masks in the classroom this fall. Laura Queso has more from last night's school board meeting for the Brexville Broadview Heights School District near Cleveland. Parents lined up to voice polarizing viewpoints. Right now, public health trumps social ethics. Some will not get vaccinated, and the only other way that we currently know how to keep ourselves and others safe is to mask up. It's a simple, non-evasive act. Others who've had personal stories with COVID against masking students. One thing that my kids have told me is they were more anxious in school wearing a mask than they were having to have to go say goodbye to their dad. Luckily, my husband made it. A debate that continues across the country. I'm Laura Queso. Health advocates are going door to door in areas of Toledo where the vaccination rate is low. Emily Cohen has more. In some neighborhoods, health experts aren't seeing vaccination rates moving the way they'd like. Roger Craig of Toledo says he's never getting the COVID-19 vaccine. I just don't trust government at this time. I just like, I just trust staying clean and staying safe. Tina Butts with the movement says she hears from a lot of people like Roger who don't trust the vaccine because of what they're hearing from others within their community. We try to express to them that the vaccination is saving people's lives. Emily Cohen reporting in downtown Toledo. The Biden administration yesterday celebrated a major hurdle cleared with the Senate's passage of a historic infrastructure deal. Andrew Kinsey reports. The sweeping $1.2 trillion bipartisan package is a step towards fulfilling a key item in President Joe Biden's legislative agenda that also amounts to the biggest bipartisan win of his presidency so far. Ohio Senator Rob Portman helped craft it. We can do big things on a bipartisan basis. The legislation includes $550 billion in new federal spending over five years, investing billions in roads, bridges, and several other major projects. That bill now heads to the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
Cincinnati Mayor John Cranley announced yesterday he is entering the gubernatorial race next year as a Democrat. Yolanda Harris has more from one of Cranley's primary competitors. The only other Democratic candidate currently in the race is Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley. While at an event in Columbus, she was asked about Mayor Cranley entering the race. I have a lot of respect for Mayor Cranley. We've worked together on many issues, but we are different. We have different styles for sure, uh, and I think that's key. And um, I don't know if you noticed, but I do look different than every single candidate that's running for governor today. On the Republican side, current Governor Mike DeWine has already said he will run again. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has withdrawn approval of a work requirement Ohio wanted to implement to determine Medicaid eligibility. The Columbus Dispatch reports the community engagement requirement would have mandated all new adult group beneficiaries under 50 years old to complete 80 hours per month of either employment, education, or job skills training. It was approved by the Federal Medicaid Agency under former Republican President Donald Trump in 2019, and Ohio had planned on implementing the requirement in January of this year. It's a step back for the state's conservative politicians who say such requirements are necessary. And the Ohio State Buckeyes yesterday updated their mask policy for football games and related activities this fall. Dave Holmes has the details. Basically, everyone will have to wear a mask indoors. That means skull session, restrooms, press box, and suites. But masks will not be required when you are sitting outdoor at your seat as long as you are vaccinated. Unvaccinated people are still asked to wear a mask if they cannot maintain social distancing. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.